Well, hello, family, friends, and a couple of strangers. This is Holly Cochran and my Monday Matters podcast. The other day, it was a while ago now, actually, it wasn't just the other day, a while ago, I asked my podcast crew, the people who are listening, what they wanted me to share on this podcast. And it was a while ago. I've done a few of the episodes that uh, people had requested from there. But one of the ones that somebody had put on they wanted to know is how I stay motivated. And I wasn't really sure if they were asking how they should be staying motivated or if they wanted to know how I personally stay motivated, because I think those are different. I think everybody's motivation comes from a different place. But I thought today I would just talk a little bit about the word motivation and what that actually might mean to myself and maybe that might be different for somebody else. So I wrote a few notes down because I didn't want to like go down 10 different rabbit holes, but I really wanted to stay focused on the word motivation and what it means to be motivated to keep doing the things, to keep exercising, to keep the morning routine, to keep eating the vegetables, to keep drinking the water, to keep the positive mindset. Like, being able to do all of those things, all of those time, all of the time, no one is motivated to do all of that all of the time. Okay. I think that's my really real answer is I am not always motivated or excited to do all of those things. Those things are still happening and consistency is important, but consistency doesn't necessarily equal 100% all of the time. And so I have a few things that I have in place that have been developed over the years. I certainly didn't wake up one morning and think I'm going to do all of these things. And therefore I have, that's not how it went by any stretch. And it's not, um, I'm not at the end of my development. If that makes any sense either, I'm continually finding new ways to incorporate habits that help me to stay on track and to stay motivated and to get out of the rut faster, that this has been a process for sure. So being motivated, I mean, sometimes it's just a personality trait too. Some people are just like eager beaver, get up and get her done, high energy kinds of people. That doesn't mean if you're not one of those people, you can't make goals and achieve them. It definitely doesn't mean that by any stretch. And sometimes some of those highly energetic, get thing done kind of people are spinning their wheels and they look super motivated, but their accomplishments are maybe not as huge as somebody who looks less motivated, but is more focused and determined and being able to get things done. Like I, I look at the difference between Corey and I, and just our personalities. Like I'm just a little more high strung than he is. He's just a little calmer in his approach to everything in life. And at the end of the day, we probably, even though I have raced around, um, incredibly quickly doing a lot of things and he doesn't move like that at the end of the day, our worldly accomplishments are equal. He gets a lot of things accomplished. He, he sets goals and achieves goals very well, maybe not as <laughs> vigorously as I do. So being motivated 
Um, I want to say it's a skill. I think it's a skill set. I think you can develop it. You can, you can work on it. You can, um, implement new strategies just like you do with any skill set. And it can be a progressive overload. When I talk about habit stacking, that's progressive overload. So if I tell you in the gym, I want you to come in here and I want you to PVC pipe snatch because we're going to build up on that. And eventually you're doing, you know, 65 or 85 pound bar snatches, you've progressively overloaded. So motivation is similar. When I say to people, I just want you to pick three days a week, just show up here three days a week. And eventually you are moving your body on a daily basis for a minimum of 20 minutes. You're getting three to five regular workouts in. You are progressively overloaded your workouts. You have gotten the habit in place and gotten better a little bit at a time and felt the results. So anyway, uh, let me talk you, tell you about some of the things that help me personally to stay motivated so that you can find your why. The first thing that keeps me motivated is when I, when I think about what happens to myself, if I'm not doing these things. Okay. My why is pretty big. My health is very important to me. I, when I have to fill out those intake forms at the doctor's office and they talk about my health, I take great pride in saying, I don't have this and I don't have that. And I don't have this. And because when I, when it asks, do your parents, I'm like, yep, my parents have this. My parents have that. My parents have this. So I want to work really hard at making sure that I do what I can do to be as healthy as I possibly can for my kids and for my grandkids and for all of the people that, um, are important to me, because I think the healthier I am, the healthier the people around me will be. So that's my why. So my why is what keeps me motivated. Not so much because I think about my why I think about my why not. Like if I wasn't doing this, you know, what's going to happen. If I don't do this, you know, what's going to happen. I don't want that to happen. I don't want to have a heart condition and diabetes and depression and all of the things that could happen if I stop looking after my health. So that is one of my huge motivators. It's what I think about when I start to think like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I'm just I just don't want to do the workout. I don't, I don't want to find some vegetables right now. If I, sometimes I just don't find them. Sometimes I just don't do the workout, but if I pause for any length of time, and I'll tell you about that. If I pause for any length of time, I usually say, oh God, just go find the vegetables and move your body. You'll feel better because as soon as you do those things, you know, you know that you're going to feel better. So, um, my body and my head are definitely now acclimatized to this way of life. And what I mean by that is I can't go more than about three days without a workout before I feel really off. Like it just, it's not a good feeling. I have tried on more than one occasion to say, we're going to Mexico and I'm going to give myself seven days off. Well, yeah, I give myself seven days off of a CrossFit workout at the gym, 
but I cannot give myself seven days off of moving my body. And I'm not going to apologize for that. Like maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm addicted to the exercise. I don't know what negative connotation you want to attach to that if you need to, but I don't feel good if I don't do something for about three days. That's pretty much the max that I will go before I'll go and get my adrenaline hit. It makes my body feel better. It, it's a release of the tension. It's a release of all um, sort of negative emotions. I just feel better when I work out. Therefore, it's easy for me to work out. I don't know that I've always been like this, but I suspect I have because I don't remember a time when I wasn't physically active. I don't remember a time in my life where I was like, God, I haven't done anything in almost a year. I hear people say that when they come into my gym, they're like, okay, I haven't like squatted other than getting up and down from the toilet in over a year. So this is going to hurt my legs tomorrow. I have no idea what that's about. Like, I know that happens and I can be empathetic to people who, who are coming in like fresh off the couch. I get it. I just don't actually get it. I've never spent any amount of time not being physically active. So I think it's kind of how I'm wired, which is maybe why it's easier for me to be motivated in that way. It's, it's part of my makeup. It's how I need to move. I don't know if any of you know my dad, but like, or my grandpa Bedell, like, I don't think that crazy Frenchman spent very many days not moving. So I think it's just part of the makeup. It makes me feel better. It definitely is my form of, um, balance when it comes to my mental health. I truly believe that if I couldn't do workouts on a regular basis, I would probably not have enough of a um, balance. I would, I would be medicated. I think I would probably end up being medicated. I don't think I could sort it all out in my head without the exercise. So even though it's not a replacement for mental health, um, treatment, it's definitely how I treat mental health. If that makes any sense. The other thing that helps me immensely in staying motivated is the people that I surround myself with. Like, honestly, I'm around a lot of really motivated, awesome humans every single day. I aspire to be them. I watch them as they train. I, I honor the fact that some of their stories as they're coming through the door, they're heavy and they're hard and people are going, we have no idea what some of the people in our world are going through. And yet they're showing up here for themselves, for their family, for their health. And they just inspire and motivate me when I'm not here being motivated by the peoples. I surround myself with the kind of Instagram following and podcast followers who are incredibly motivated individuals. I seek out people who inspire me, who are motivating, who are doing the things I want to do and accomplish in life. I purposely put their, um, their messages into my world on a regular basis. And I just get lit up and fired up from them. So that's really motivating as well is the people who I'm surrounded by. My partner, Corey, he is 
also a motivated human who is health focused. And so I never have to battle. Well, I wanted to go to the gym, but my husband said we didn't need to be doing that again today. Or, you know, I, I wanted to have chicken Caesar salad for supper, but my husband's like, now we need meat and potatoes. I hear that all the time. People are having to battle that all the time because their partner is not on the same page and not a supportive person or they're getting teased. You know, like I have clients who are entering their food into my fitness pal and people are giving them a hard time and teasing them about that. And I don't have to deal with any of that. I have a really, really supportive human in my life. So that also makes it easy for me to feel motivated because he's doing these things and together we're doing them together. So that's motivating. And, um, if you don't have that with your partner, with your spouse, try to find it with your team of people. Your team can be broader than that. Like, is there, you know, if you, if you don't have it with your spouse, but maybe one of your kids wants to be on a health, health train with you and wants to be doing healthy things with you. Maybe you got a sister, maybe you got a relative, a mom, I don't know, but put the people in your world who are going to support you. That doesn't mean you have to get rid of the unsupportive people necessarily. They're going to catch up. Hopefully they will catch up. But if they're not the supportive people and just put your team together. Who's going to be on your team? Who are you going to text and say, I'm not feeling it today, but if you kick my ass, I'm going to go do the gym. Just put your team together. That helps with the motivation for sure. The other thing that I think people lose sight of is the intuitive um, check-in with their own body. Like just do a check-in every once in a while. And like, how's my body feeling? When I do that, if I've, if I've not been eating well for a while, if I've not been exercising as much as I normally do, my body feels it. I can feel sluggish. I, my body stop, like I don't digest as well. I don't, um, I don't fit in my clothes as well. Even though my scale might not be changing, I just know that things are shifting a little bit. When I really tune in on a really regular basis, like daily, like, okay, how was today? Not every day is awesome, but I try to string more awesome together than anything else. Because if I'm intuitive with what's going on inside my body, I take that and externally respond to it. So when I pay attention to how I feel, how, you know, what's my body doing? Am I digesting this food? Well, am I feeling good? Um, am I staying in maintenance when I'm intuitive about how I'm feeling my external actions, um, respond to that. So when I, when I realize, okay, I haven't been doing one of these habits as much as like, I mean, sometimes I know, I know when I forgot to take my supplements before bed, like I take three things before I go to bed. One of them is magnesium. When I start not sleeping well again, I'm like, God, I've had kind of three bad sleeps in a row. I'm like, oh, and I never filled that little container up with the magnesium that's beside my bed. And obviously magnesium's helping me sleep. So there's habits that I have put into place that help me to feel good. When I start to not feel good, I realize, oh, I've fallen off the wagon and I need to get back on track because it, it definitely influences how I feel. So the bottom line is being motivated is not a daily thing. I'm not motivated on a single day. 
It's not like every time I wake up, I just own and crush today. I try to use that language, whether I'm feeling it or not. I come to the gym every single morning like it's my job. It is my, it is my job if you're not sure of that. But I come here every single day and I am faced with people who come here every single day like it's their job too. My five o'clock in the morning group is often the same group of humans who have decided that every day, this is my job. I get up and I own my day and I stay consistent. And so surrounding myself with these people has made me recognize that these habits are what continue on into the next part of my day to what I'm having for lunch, to what we're having for supper, to what we're doing at night. All of these things have built onto each other. And when I start to feel like I am not able to keep up with this level of motivation, I throw in a podcast and I get myself fired up about something that makes me feel like, okay, if they're doing it, I'm doing it. I got this. And so that little bit of fire sometimes is what I need when I start to have my energy level go low. I also really value rest days and maybe more than some of the crazies that are in my gym. I say, take a rest day. Come on. If we've been doing hard Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, let's just slow things down a little bit. I'm actually better than some of you at honoring the rest day and making sure that I have the energy to stay motivated. When you have complete and utter drain, fatigue, adrenal drain, and you're wondering how come I can't stay motivated? Well, maybe it's because you haven't had a rest day. Take the day off. That's motivating. When you take a day off and all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm not going to take four days off, but I am going to honor the fact that you can only build during the rest. Like just listen to that. You build during your rest. So if you don't have a rest, you're not building. Anyhow, I'm going to let you now decide what motivates you. I would love to hear from you what it is that you find uh, are the best habits that you have implemented and which habits you don't have implemented yet that you want to. Because there's been hacks and tricks and things that I have created over the years, especially with other clients and stuff on how to habit stack and get these things actually a part of your daily routine. So if you are listening to this podcast and you need help with motivation, please reach out, say, I listen to your podcast. I am not a motivated human right now, but I would like to be, help me out. I would love to hear from you. I hope you're all having a fantastic day and I will chat with you soon.